If you ever find yourself in the position where you are terrorizing and threatening a woman's shelter, including by nailing a dead rat to their door, perhaps take a step back and consider that you may not be the good guy in this situation. Because you see, despite how vocally trans activists may claim to be standing up for women, simply all women, including trans women who are definitely women, I can't help but doubt them since they seem to be very publicly and very actively attacking women a fair amount. Case in point, we have today's story that takes us to Vancouver, Canada, specifically the Vancouver Rape Relief and Women's Shelter. You see, unfortunately, this women's shelter has found themselves at the end of some very targeted harassment by trans activists. As the women's shelter posted on their social media recently, a follow-up to the dead rat that was nailed to our door recently, this morning we found this writing scrawled across the windows of our storefront space that we use for support and training groups. And accompanying this post, they included photos showing that kill turfs, trans power, turfs go home and you are not welcome and other slogans were written across their building. When I first saw that post, I admit I was disgusted that someone would do that to a woman's shelter, but I was also very confused as to what a woman's shelter could have possibly done to become so controversial. Well, according to people familiar with the situation, their big crime here was actually saying that as a woman's shelter dealing with sexual abuse survivors, they simply want female employees. As user Jennifer explains on Twitter, some people don't know how bad things have become. This is a rape shelter in Vancouver. First, they got sued because they only have women volunteers on their phones. Some guy really wanted to hear all the rape stories and they said no. Then the rape shelter was vandalized. Talk about punching down. The ultimate abuse was they had funding stripped from them. Why? Because they dared to be a shelter for women and that's not allowed anymore, not even for rape victims. And attached to that post, this user did also include screenshots detailing just some of the online harassment this woman's shelter has faced for really simply wanting female support support teams for these abuse survivors. As one Morgan Ogre wrote, and I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that this is a trans woman. What I encourage is canceling VRR's charitable status. What I encourage is withdrawing funding. What I encourage is shunning VRR as supremacist and harmful to society. In the event Vancouver Rape Relief decide they prefer to continue to qualify for public funding, they will need to update their practices. If and when Van Rape Relief wish to move forward with this, I'm available to facilitate this process. These people are terrorists and bullies, and it's exactly this type of thing that has actually decreased LGBT acceptance in recent years. We have more to talk about, but first, I do want to say a big thank you to today's sponsor, Books. Let's face it, so many of us put our moms through a lot, and our moms do so much for us that, honestly, they never get thanked for. This year, do not let Mother's Day slip by. This year, I'm thanking my mom with farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And what's really cool is that I've got you guys 20% off, so you guys can thank your moms too. Because sure, you can give your mom a regular Mother's Day flowers, or you can make her day spectacular with flowers from Books. And here is what I love about them. Number one, Books is different. Their flowers are sourced directly from the best farms and cut fresh, so they last way longer. They even have flowers that are grown on the side of a volcano. Plus, Books offers a huge selection of unique designs you'll never find on those other sites. Pick up our fave tulips or lilies or send a bright and beautiful bouquet to make up for those gray hairs you've given her. Mother's Day is May 14th, by the way, if you weren't keeping up, so don't let it sneak by. Order your books now. You're going to feel bad if Mother's Day comes and goes and you've gotten your mom nothing. While you're there, check out their flower subscription so mom feels your love all year long. Show your mom you love her and that you're thankful for her. Help make her day special. Go to books.com and use promo code Lauren for 20% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S.com with the promo 
code Lauren. And to anyone who might think that perhaps this is just a very niche anecdote of something like this happening, of trans activists shutting down a women's shelter, unfortunately, you'd be wrong. This type of thing is more common than you think because in 2023, it simply is just unacceptable for females to have female-only spaces lest we offend trans people. We have this from the BBC June of last year, woman suing rape charity over trans rope. A woman who was suing a rape crisis charity says she felt unable to speak at a support group after a trans woman began attending the same meeting. Sarah, who says she was raped in her 20s, stopped going to the sessions, saying she became uncomfortable sharing details of her past with the group. She says the center could have offered separate groups, telling the BBC, I think my case is about women's rights. The charity, Survivors Network, says, though, it plans to vigorously defend the claim. It says male victims of sexual violence are referred to neighboring services, but trans women are welcome into all of our women-only spaces. And we also have this story from the National Post. This is from 2018. Forced to share a room with transgender woman in Toronto shelter, sex abuse victim files human rights complaint. A woman has filed a human rights complaint against a Toronto shelter for female recovering addicts, claiming staff forced her to share a small double room with a pre-op male-to-female trans person. The formal complaint against the John Tweed Center, which runs Palmerston House, followed Christy Hanna's efforts to inquire about her own legal rights in this unusual situation, only to be told by Ontario's Human Rights Legal Support Center that by describing her new roommate as a man, Hannah was actually the one engaged in illegal discrimination. So essentially, at least if you are in Canada or the UK, what women are being told is that it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter whether you're battling addiction or you're a sexual assault survivor. Ultimately, your comfort and your preferences come second to trans women. I feel like a broken record saying this, but sex segregated spaces exist for a reason, and that is especially the case when it comes to dealing with survivors of sexual assault. If you've gone through something like that that's been traumatic for you, of course, it's very understandable that you may only want to deal with women. Or heck, if you're a man, you may only want to deal with men. I, I support sex segregated spaces for both sexes here, but it's just really interesting that this is really almost only a case when it comes to women's only spaces being accessible to males. It's almost as if this isn't really about inclusion or acceptance, but rather just these entitled, perverted men trying to gain access to women they can predate on. And by the way, I'm not making this up. We actually have examples of this happening. We have this example. A woman has been raped in a woman's shelter in Ontario, Canada by a serial sex offender. It appears that the man pretended he identified as a woman specifically so he could carry out sexual assaults after learning about Canada's self-ID law. But wait, there's more. Toronto, a sexual predator who falsely claimed to be trans and preyed on women at two Toronto shelters was jailed indefinitely on Wednesday. He claimed to be a trans woman named Jessica. And here, another one from Canada, suspect located following sexual assault in women's shelter. And attached to that headline is a photo of what is clearly a man in a wig. Look, men, you can identify however you want. You can call yourself whatever you want, but that doesn't mean you should be allowed into women-only spaces. And now some of you might be wondering, all right, if these trans activists aren't happy with this Vancouver uh, rape shelter, what exactly would they want to see in terms of trans inclusion? How far would this rape shelter have to go to prove that they're actually good progressives who are on board with the message? Well, for that answer, we turn to this story from the UK. And this might sound like dystopian fiction, but unfortunately, I have to break it to you that this this is a, a, a very real article here. It's explained that the head of one of Scotland's biggest rape crisis centers has suggested bigoted rape survivors should be re-educated about transgender rights as part of recovering from their trauma. Myrtle Wadwa, a trans woman, said people would not truly recover unless they address their unacceptable beliefs because therapy is political. She said, we will work with you, but please expect to be challenged on your prejudices. Wadwa, or however you pronounce her name, is also quoted as saying, if you have to reframe your trauma, I think it's important as 
part of that reframing, having a more positive relationship with it, where it becomes a story that empowers you and allows you to go and do other more beautiful things with your life, you also have to reframe your relationship with prejudice. Otherwise, you can't really, in my view, recover from trauma, and I think that's a very important message that I am often discussing with my colleagues. Yikes. So is this the future of women's care and women's shelter? Not only having to allow predatory males into spaces, but also berating rape survivors for potentially not having the correct political beliefs. I'm sorry, but no, none of these people get to claim that they are feminists. None of these people get to claim that they are for women. And I know when we talk about this whole gender nonsense, sometimes it can seem very abstract and just like culture war BS, but no, these, these issues, they affect real people. Okay. The people out there who are running these charities, like the one in Vancouver, all they're trying to do is help women, but they they're finding themselves harassed and threatened by crazy activists because the rest of us sane people have not been strong enough in sticking to the truth. And we need to do a better job of it, frankly. That's pretty much all I have to say for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe until next time.